Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality. What's up, everybody? New episode of the Early Retirement Vlog. And yes, me llamo Esre Taylor. Hola. Uh, in this episode, I want to talk to you about uh, a recommend. Talk to you about something I want to recommend. Recommend something I want to talk to you about. I'm going to do both at the same time simultaneously. And it's going to be amazing. Uh, but there's a guy, there's a, a dude from the UK that I just became aware about. There was a new show, new reality show, not new, but new to Netflix, uh, that I got into a few weeks ago. And every once in a while I will get into, God damn it. Every once in a while I'll get into, uh, just stupid reality shows, mainly just to put on in the background while I'm working or whatever. But, um, yeah, so this is, a, it started out as me finding this UK reality show called Release the Hounds. And the host of this reality show is Reggie Yates, um, which I'm going to talk, I, like, I don't know, it was weird. It, it, Release the Hounds, like, the first season got released, and then the second and then the third season kind of shortly thereafter got released. Um, but then also he has another series on Netflix called Outside Man. So it's Reggie Yates, Outside Man, which is a, uh, a collection of like this documentary series that he did completely different tones, these two different projects of his. Um, but I first became aware of them with, uh, L release the hounds. So the premise of the show is this, it's a reality show, like a, a reality competition kind of show, but it's themed after like horror movies. So they get three friends from the UK and they go to this mansion in this part of England where it's like rich people live and there's stories of like, you know, they buried money and all this kind of stuff and like haunted houses and all this, all this shit. And it's big property, bunch is big forest, like just a huge open place, but it's all this private, um, property. This like, uh, what'd that call be? I don't, I don't, so poor. I've never been rich enough to know a state. Like the whole estate is what it's called. It's not like you go from like condo or apartment, then you go to a house, and then there's probably a few other, and then you go to an estate where it's just like, oh, I can like not see everything's so far away, I can't see anybody. Um, so it's it's set in this place, and they they have to go, and um, so they go to the the first challenge. You know, which is scary. They're going through the woods. They know they're on a scary show. And uh, the first season, nobody knows. Apparently, they went to, like, this big casting call for a bunch of reality shows. And they just picked, picked people. So they didn't know what show they were showing up to. And then once they showed up, they're like, oh, shit, I remember this show from the casting, whatever. And um, so that was interesting. The last season is a bunch of famous people. Never heard of any of them, but they must be UK famous people. Um, 
so the premise is pretty much the same for for all three seasons. They did switch stuff around a little bit, make it a little bit better. But so they go in, they do the first challenge, and then it's always like some some setup thing where it's like scary, like Blair Witch looking or or whatever, and they have to get in this like almost fear factory, like disgusting, like blood gets shut off, and there's always like guts everywhere and raw meat everywhere and everything, and uh, so they have to complete this puzzle or task or you know thing to get a key and what the key unlocks is a chest with the money in it that they could potentially win so they you know they complete the task they find the key and then they have to choose who's going to run because once you get the money you have this corridor that's lined by trees and at the end of the corridor is a brick wall with a ladder at it and then behind you is a pack of dogs that's why they call release the hounds, uh, because it's like, oh, you're, you you go to this estate, you steal this rich man's money, and before you get out, the hounds are released, and you gotta outrun the hounds. And depending on how fast you find the key, that's how much head start you get. So, you know, you kind of you hear how much head start you get, you see like who's you know, who's gonna be who who can who do we think can fucking run this distance faster than dogs and then is it even worth it so it's like sometimes they'll just sacrifice people like ah the slowest person go because hopefully we'll do better in the next challenges um so they send somebody off to run they make it or they don't make it and it's for like three thousand pounds five thousand pounds and six thousand pounds eight thousand pounds not a shitload of money still a few grand um and then the last two, so it's like they decide after the challenge, the person that's going to run goes this way, the other two people go that way. And then the other two people, it leads them to the next challenge. Um, and then they have to, once they get to that place, which is usually in the dark, so they can't see, it's like completely blacked out. They do a lot of crazy shit that you see in all of the horror movies. So there's some like Saw, it's very Saw-like in a way, where it's like you have to do this thing to get out of this situation. Um but still kind of the first season still a lot like Halloween haunted house thing where it's like, well, you know, the actors can't touch you. So there is that level it's like they're not going to fuck with you physically. Um, but it's just fun watching people get scared because it's like it's the same thing if you go to a haunted ha- mansion, haunted house kind of a thing. People get scared. I mean, even if you may not be like screaming scared. But you're still scared. And they did good casting. Like, there would be people that were, like, just broed out dudes. And the most scared people ever. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, you know, the then they go to the two thing. And then they have to they get the key. And then they have to decide. So, at the end, somebody... And after the first challenge, there's still some daylight during the first challenge. This last two challenges, this dark out. So, it's way scarier. And you're in this forest. You don't know where you're going. But then, like, in the, the, I think it was, like, the last season, there was one where it was, like, this guy, and he was afraid of clowns, and there were just tons of clowns that would, like, the lights would cut out, and then they would cut back on, and all the clowns would be different places. And he, like, after he got the key and, like, was about to, it was the last challenge, got the key, and all of a sudden, the clowns started chasing him just into the forest, into the dark, and next thing you know, you hear the scream 
and then he can't run the thing because he broke an ankle or sprained an ankle or something like that. But like the last season, they would fuck with people because it was like actors, you know, probably other reality show actors from the UK. Uh, but there was like, you know, stuff where they're going down a slide and there's a false bottom on the slide. There's just, there's stuff where, I don't know, there's a lot more interaction than you would expect with fucking, you know, this kind of, the way it was set up. So it's a really fun show. Not Nothing too deep, but Release the Hounds. It's always fun. I always love watching shows from other countries. Like there's this Gold Digger show from Australia. Like, it's just people have different mannerisms. They have different, uh, like, sayings. But, I mean, there's a similarity to it because we're all human. But there's definitely cultural differences um, that are fun to see in other countries. So, for that reason, I really enjoy the show. Um, but then, Reggie Yates, there's this other thing that I go check out. And it's called in- Outside Man. Reggie Yates, Outside Man on Netflix. And... It's a it's a a combination of other series that he's done, uh, where he goes to different places and uh, it's just a really interesting documentary series. Which there's a bunch of uh, guys out there that are doing stuff like that. Um, but yeah, let me read the synopsis for uh, Outside Man. Award-winning filmmaker Reggie Yates travels around the world tracking big issues such as gun violence, racism, gay rights, and addiction. And uh, let's see here. So there's four, I think four episodes. No, there's six episodes. Um, three of them, which actually there might be more. Maybe not. So three of them take place in South Africa, and three of them take place in Russia. And they're they're all they're all really great shows it's weird because they were rebranded so when you look you try and look them up on like imdb um it's like it's called something completely different um it's like extreme extreme south america yeah regiates extreme russia is what it was called um or extreme uh uk which apparently hasn't come out yet uh and then there was extreme uh south africa the south african one I mean, they're all great, but that one kind of uh, stuck out. It's the, the few that stuck, as far as remembering exactly what happened in all the the uh, the different episodes. But it's weird because the apartheid happened. There was apartheid, then black people got a president, and it's the culturally it's shifted to where. Um, there's a lot of racism towards white people. It's like one of the few times I've ever seen like a lot of a common thing in, in, in the U S like you can't, you can't be racist towards white people, which is, I would say is pretty true for the U S like you can't, there's no like racial slur. We're not really being racially discriminated against. We're not like, we don't have a big issue with cops, like pulling us over like hundreds of times in a year. Or I've never been, you know, told to lay down face first after being pulled out of my car because I'm white. You know, there's certain like I'm aware there's privilege that I have being a white person in the U.S. And it's it's weird to see that there is a place, and I'm sure there's other places. I mean, I definitely not to say that there's not people that are racist against white people. There's there's race. There's all kinds of every race 
has a group of racists and they you know racism is is not an exclusively white thing everybody can be racist um it's just in the united states white people can leverage their racism to keep people out and control people um so that's a big difference here but there's a similar thing in a way going on in south africa which i thought was super interesting um where it's just it's hard to get jobs because they instituted a um had it here too but it sounds like theirs is more uh more hardcore uh but it's where like if you for every business has to have a certain amount of of uh different races working for them or if if two people are coming at the same qualifications they have to take the black guy over the white guy um i forget what that's called it was very big in the 90s like during uh like clinton i think was um a big maybe bush one affirmative action uh which i think they call it the same thing there but seems more a hardcore i never really i've never really noticed it myself um where it was that situation i mean businesses definitely want to be more diverse but i haven't seen specifically where it's just it's hard to get a job because you're white now um which it seems like that's what a lot of white people were complaining about when they first started affirmative action in the United States. But apparently in South Africa, definitely a different lead up to it, different culture. I mean, we didn't have apartheid. Like the amount of racism that we have here is, is like a different flavor. It's a completely different flavor of, of being racially discriminatory and segregating people and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, super interesting documentary. Uh, those are the only two things of his I've seen. I would love to see more of Reggie Yates' stuff. I think I I did see, um, I did start following him on Instagram, and he did just shoot something. I don't know if it's for the same series or not. I hope so. Uh, but it, it's awesome, like to get his viewpoint and just the way he's able to communicate with people. And um, the Russian one, I think the the gay he did one on being gay in Russia. That one I remember being great. They're all fucking great. But it's just like he he has such an amazing like just uh, it's no non-confrontational that it's it makes lets people open up easier. I think he's just really good at what he does. I mean, I hope he's getting paid. I'm sure he's getting paid a shitload. Right. He's got to be getting paid. He's got probably producer credits. He's getting paid. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, so if you're looking for something that's just. You know, you like throwing something on Netflix that just keeps running in the background. Check out Release the Hounds, especially if you're a fan. I'm not even a big horror guy, but I enjoyed it because it's not it wasn't scary to me. I'm just watching other people get scared, although it, it is still filmed the way they film it. They try and film it to look like a horror. It's really well done. I like the premise. I like I really enjoy it. It's not the best fucking show ever, but for a reality competition show based in horror. Or not based on anything, just a reality competition show. It's pretty fun. Um, so check that out. They're both on Netflix. Release the Hounds and Reggie Yates' Outside Man. Uh, those are two inspired recos for me for different reasons. Um, and if there's ever anything that you want to recommend to me, for sure tag me in it, like uh, on Twitter and Instagram, or hashtag inspired reco, R-E-C-O. Um, I used to do a show where I'd collect all of those from the internet and kind of show everybody, kind of share them on a show. 
I stopped doing that. Maybe I'll, I mean, this show kind of becomes that every once in a while. Maybe I'll do some specials with this where I'll do uh, some inspired Reco episodes on this channel or this feed. Uh, but yeah, definitely recommend both of those if you're looking for something new to watch. Uh, whether it's just to turn your brain off or to turn your brain on, it'll help you out. Um, so that's it, everybody. That's our, that's my episode for this this week. Uh, you can follow me. Uh, these, If you're listening to the show, uh, it's going to be going back to weekly. So prepare yourself for that. It's currently coming out twice a week. But that's going to be going back to weekly. Same as this. Both will be released on a Wednesday once they catch up to each other, um, which I think should be pretty soon. Uh, but yeah, so you'll be able to, sh- to get this show on YouTube and on iTunes and all the podcast places on Wednesdays. Um, but yeah, if you start sharing stuff with me, your inspired recos, then I'll, I'll start doing inspired reco episodes where I can share the listeners of this show, anything they want to recommend. It doesn't have to be a movie or TV. It doesn't have to be a form of entertainment. I mean, it could be music, could be whatever you want. It could be a podcast you're into. Uh, it could be a product that you just got that really helps you out, a service that you're using, a uh, life hack. I don't give a shit. Whatever you would want to re- recommend that inspired you in some way. Like, don't recommend some bullshit. Recommend something that you enjoy. Uh, that's it, everybody. So you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Ray Taylor. You can go to inspireddisorder.com for... All the work that I do, which uh, includes this show, uh, twice a week is the Inspired Disorder podcast. I do new artwork comes out daily. Um, the uh, Many Faces, the Many Faces ink drawing art series, ink on paper art series that is an ongoing art series. There's well over 100 pieces. I think I'm getting close to 200 pieces now on the website. Um, but a new piece of art comes out every day. Uh, and... Every episode of the Inspired Disorder podcast gets a new Photoshop. So those are all available on the website. And uh, if you want to support all the things that I do uh, by just donating $1 a month, go over to patreon.com slash inspired disorder. Patreon is similar to Kickstarter, except for trying to fund one project. It's a monthly donation uh, for artists and creative people that regularly put out content. So which is what I do. I regularly, twice a week, is two new Photoshops, two new uh, Inspired Disorder podcasts, once a week, early retirement, once a day, new piece of artwork. And I also offer uh, services. Um, but yeah, please go to patreon.com slash Inspired Disorder. Donate $1. Sign up's easy. You can sign up with your Facebook account. Uh, but just donate a dollar. I'm looking to get the numbers up. My goal is to hit a th- 100 supporters by the end of august uh so please help me do that and if this came out after august go there anyway i'm still trying to grow the numbers uh because once i get enough supporters then i'll start putting out uh bonus content that's exclusive to patreon um so there'll be a bunch of stuff behind the scenes stuff all kinds of stuff that i will start adding once i hit a certain goal uh of patreon subscribers which is 100 um giveaways all that kind of stuff uh yeah and if you are in the need of any kind of creative services uh in the denver area there are some things i can do remotely if you want product photography mail me your product uh and i'll take pictures of it but in the photography section if you're looking for product photography real estate photography uh event photography photo uh photo uh headshots or portraits uh you want 
fucking yeah i don't know you want photo retouching i can do that shit too uh if you want voiceover i can do that uh just did my first voiceover gig the other day uh went very smoothly my first paid voiceover i should say uh i've done a lot of voiceover work for myself so it's nice to get paid to do it for other people uh and then I do graphic design, web design. If you're looking for a website, I can do a website. I design them all through Squarespace. Super awesome platform, super reliable, works on every device. There's no extra coding. No, Nothing needs to be installed. It's super up-to-date, super easy to use. I love it. I've been using it personally for almost the last decade now. So, um, And I've been designing websites from scratch before that. Um, so using Squarespace is, makes it so much easier. Uh, so if you're looking for a website... Uh, or if you're looking to start a podcast, um, you can hire me to consult. I can You can pay me by the hour to help you get everything you need to do set up to start doing your own podcast. Uh, so all of those things, inspireddisorder.com. And everything that's inspireddisorder.com, you can help support by going to patreon.com slash inspireddisorder. That helps me out. So I can keep paying the bills, so I can keep surviving, going month to month at this point, just trying to get, I've been booking a few freelance gigs through Squarespace, or not Squarespace, through Craigslist. Uh, I've been submitting work to uh, a few online things, trying to get those approved. Um, So I'm hustling right now. Uh, So definitely donating to Patreon helps me hustle, have to hustle less. Uh, but I do like doing this work. So if there is a service that you want me to do, I'm happy to do it. Uh, but yeah, Patreon is a big thing, um, which thank you for the people that have started. There've been a lot of new supporters. So thank you all for that. Patreon.com slash spider disorder. I'm Ray Taylor. That's it. I'm done. I'm done rambling. This is the episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for subscribing. Make sure you tell your friends, uh, to check out early retirement. If there's an episode you like, share it on your Facebook. Share it on your i share it on uh, all your social media. Do it all. That's it, people. Thank you all for your support. Thank you all for listening, and I'm out. Peace.